house of a Roman shows and I'm back up on my game. I just toured the states for like 40 dates and I just touched back in Maine. I sold more records while I was gone than anybody I know. I got them having cows, I can't hold my horses and I'm feeling like the goat. Welcome to episode 77 of Goat Radio. Emanating from quarantine, I'm your host, Michael Sprague. That was Joseph Roy. Oh, he is Andrew Leahy. Yo, yo, yo. This week, we are two-timing with Will Smith, but first, (laughs) thank you to Spose for the intro music. Catch him on Spotify and iTunes, just like Goat Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the goat word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers, but Age of Radio is the place we call home. Please help support the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org slash goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partners at the Bazaar. And thank you to the fans who voted this week. Your online interaction is what helps to fuel the podcast, so if you want to continue to stay in the know and express your opinion on the various topics that we have, Make sure that you check in with our Facebook fan group. That's facebook.com slash groups slash goat radio podcast. And uh, throw us a follow or a like. Our Facebook business page is facebook.com slash goat radio podcast. And we're on Instagram and Twitter at goat underscore radio. And if you want to show the absolute highest level of support, buy merch. Merch. Do it. Teespring.com slash store slash Goat Radio Podcast is where you can get fantastic Goat Radio uh, t-shirts like the one I'm wearing right now. Fuck yeah. So. My kids won't eat unless you buy merch. So unless you want my very large six-month-old to uh, starve, then um, you should buy merch. All right. Speaking of merch. That helps to support their podcast, but it's not the only thing that pays the bills. So here's a quick word from our sponsors. All right. Home opener. Let's kick things off. There's some big stuff to talk about here. Let's get the smaller stuff out of the way first. We're recording late, day late. Joe, you had to go to a fire yesterday. How was it? It was good. Um, It was hot. It was hot. Yeah, it smelled terrible. Um, it was funny because it was only like a few minutes before we started recording and the bell went off. And because of COVID, call firefighter. I'm a call firefighter in my town for anyone who doesn't know that. Uh, you're welcome for my service. And um, <laughs> we the bell goes off for like the third time in like two months. And of course, it's like an active fire in the town that like I can't not go to. So Lady and Mike are really great about they know that if I have to go, I have to go. Like, there's no real option. No one was hurt. Um, everyone came home safe. Um, job got done. Really random. Keep your propane tanks out of your shed, like, so they can't overheat to the point of explosion. Uh, that's all I guess I have to say. Um, <clears throat> I'm more thankful that my wife put my kids to bed that night and my podcast mates were cool with me leaving for a couple of hours and pushing a day so I could go uh, do the job. So good times. Uh, Leahy, you brought this to our attention. RIP to the grilled steak soft taco. What? Taco Taco Bell's retiring several menu items. I did hear uh, that. Which includes one of your favorites, Leahy. I know. It's very sad. Tell the listeners what that is. Uh, how about I just pull up the whole list for us? All right. All right, here we go. We talked about the grilled steak taco. Seven-layer burrito, gone. What? Nacho Supreme, gone. Oh, my God. Off the cravings value. Beefy Fritos burrito. <laughs> spicy tostada. Triple-layer nachos. And spicy potato soft taco, gone. And off the snack menu where I live, cheesy Fiesta potatoes. And the loaded grillers, including the cheesy potato and the beef nacho, which is just heartbreaking. Wow. It's been a rough day. It's been a very rough day. Can you add taps, Mike, audio-wise? Can you add, like, the trumpets that they play at, like, the funeral of a fallen soldier? (laughs) If you can, it's fine. I want everyone to just sit back and, like, visualize. Because that is set. Seven-layer burrito? Yep. 
fuck. I can't believe that they got rid of that one. That's, that's insane. Their, that's their big like uh, competitor to Chipotle. Seven layer burrito. Alright. Bigger news. Bigger fish to fry. And we can thank just the way this world works and turns sometimes how Joe had the fire so we didn't get to record last night and as a result there was huge news in the baseball world specifically for us as Red Sox fans and that was Mookie Betts who we had all had fingers crossed after he became a free agent this offseason may make his way back to the Boston Red Sox just signed a mega extension 12 years and $365 million dude got his bag he didn't fumble it. Joe. Me first. Um, actually, Leahy first, because you're going to talk for a while. Yeah, I'm a, I kept uh, mine pretty short. Uh, I don't really have much to say here. Uh, being a pessimistic Red Sox fan, uh, I pretty much knew the cat was in the bag. So, I mean, I came a lot quicker than I was expecting. But, I mean, great for Mookie that he's getting paid. And... Uh, Glad he's taking out of LA pockets. All right, Joe. Yeah, it wasn't our pockets. So my, I was a lot more heated earlier. Let's just say this was if this was like quick live content, and we found out like on air. I was every sort of angry you could possibly be. I am really, really happy for Mookie Betts. I am happy that it came, he he went west, so we don't have to deal with him on a regular basis. So I'm a Red Sox fan before I'm an anything fan. I'm, I'm a Red Sox fan first. Mookie Betts has always said from the moment that he came to this league, I will test free agency. He did not test free agency, so I'm fucking horrified, pissed about that. He hasn't played a game for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's never even played a game in that stadium. Ever. So that was kind of like, a, to me, and this is the way it should be, because like professional baseball players, like he could get domed by a pitch tomorrow, and all he's worth is his guaranteed money. So therefore, he needs to make his bag for his kids and his wife, and I 100% get that. It does also kind of mean to me that like he didn't want to be in Boston, period. Unless Boston gave him a retardedly long contract, I don't believe long-term contracts work. We are currently, quick tangent, in the Dustin Pedroia, to Dustin Pedroia era, where we soon to forget the work that Dustin Pedroia, he put his body on the line for the Boston Red Sox. Now we're still paying him his money for the work that he did back then. It's very frustrating because we can't bring in new talent because we owe him so much money. That's going to happen with Mookie down the road. For now, they're going to get all of his prime, which is cool. Um, I'm also happy that he went to the Dodgers, who are known for choking in the World Series, which I'm very happy about. Um, End of the day, end of my rant would be that I'm happy for Mookie. I'm loaded pissed that we couldn't keep a homegrown MVP World Series champion in the clubhouse. For the retarded amount of money that he wanted and the length that he wanted, he's locked up until he's 39 years old, which is pretty crazy to think about. That He's going to be 39 years old making his money, the second richest contract in MLB history. Some consider it the most rich. I don't believe so. And I'm happy that we were able to get a lot in his return with David Price not paying this playing this year. We saved money there. And then we got Alex Verdugo, who is a great player when he's healthy. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy for Mookie. I'm just disappointed as a fan to not, you know, have a chance to get him in free agency. It was the fastest trade done on paper. And I truly think that it happened in like three hours, four hours. It was already done. So. Uh, apparently, we're going to see Mookie at West for the rest of his life. Uh, it was kind of cool that the news didn't really like linger around for too long. We caught wind of it yeah. in the afternoon yesterday, I guess, and it picked up some steam this morning. Uh, people were starting to talk about it. It was starting to get some more chatter. You know, It wasn't just your Lou Merloni from WEI. You started to have Jeff Passan and Ken Rosenthal and 
the other guys that are known for breaking stories that were chiming in on it as well. And in a similar way to how, you know, during the off season, the whole trade talks about Mookie Betts going to the Dodgers kept coming up and coming up. I was worried that that was going to happen regarding the extension, but it was like from this morning when I heard about it to like two in the afternoon, it was a done deal. So yeah. he didn't, he didn't delay, you know, and that I think doesn't he, happen very often. I, I don't think that, I think he would have really stuck to his word and tested free agency had, uh, COVID-19 not been a factor. I think that you're, I, I think you are barking up the correct tree. It's I think just, COVID-19, knowing that there might not even be a season, maybe next year there won't be a season, why wouldn't you secure any bag to swing the bat and be the player that you are, no matter where you are? And he's in a great system, too. Now, he, if he sucks, he has Coley Bellinger right fucking there. Yeah. So. A lot of young talent out there. Good for the Dodgers. Yeah, good for them. Good yeah. for the Dodgers. It eats up a lot of their cap, too, down the road. So, like yeah. Leahy said, like it kind of fucks them. Yeah, it's definitely sad to see Mookie 100% gone. But like Leahy said, kind of had to figure it was going to happen. Sadly enough. I will uh, put his jersey in the retired section of my closet. Yeah, I'm officially running out of jerseys that I can wear. For a long period of time, it's my JD Welcome Martinez is the only one that's like on any type of a contract right now, and he's done potentially after this season because he has another opt out. He has another opt out, and the NL might keep might keep the designated hitter position. And if he can get now, he has every team in the league could look at him, not just the American League. So he Jumbo Dom might not be back. Like, I don't know. But it's Xander's team now, I guess. It's Xander Bogart's team. If you want a jersey, Xander Bogart's. That's where I'm leaning. Nothing wrong with it. And Scoops, if they could not fuck that one up. Yeah, Scoopies. They'll fuck it up. They'll fuck it up. They'll fuck it up just like they fucked up Lester. Just like they fucked up Mookie Bats. Bo Lester? (laughs) Sister. That's John's middle name. Yeah, John Mo Lester. John Mo Lester. All right, I have he was, no. Gr- he was still producing. Sorry. I have uh, no grudges from last week to you guys. I'm grudge free. It's the way to grudge be. Grudge free from last week. Next week, I'm gonna hold a grudge just so we have something to say during this short segment. All right. Last week's out of the way. It is time for. Oh, I got a quick game this week. That's quick game. game. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Uh, I heard it. I heard that it might lead into the uh, first weeks of this oh, week's first topic. Fantastic segue. All right. So this game is very simple. We're going to figure out how well you know Will Smith. You have to tell me if the title I'm giving you is to a song or to one of his movies. Okay. <laughs> very simple, right? Oh, yes. Jesus. Uh, yeah. If anyone scores a perfect score, I will buy them a drink of their choice next time I see you. All right. Okay. All right, so you have 50-50 chance of getting right, even if you have no idea what's going on. Um, when I give you, you can both say the answer when you're ready. Uh, the first title is Showtime. Song. Uh, movie. It is a movie. Mike's up one wow. nothing. Damn it. Ride or Die. Song. Uh, song. Uh, it is a movie. Who am I? That's a song. Song. You're correct. Microsoft two one. I have that album. That's what I like to hear. Jersey Girl. Movie? Uh, it is a movie, but I don't know if he was in that movie. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go song on this one. Ah, uh, tied back up two two. He was in Jersey Girl. The movie. A Thousand Kisses. That's a song. Song. It is a song. 3-3. Three, three. A-T-L. Movie. Um, movie. It is a movie. 4-4. Four, four. It's All Good. Song. Movie. Uh, it is a song. Joe is up 5-4. Woo! Three left. The uh, Rain. That is a song. 
Uh, it is six five. Uh, focus. Movie. So I was gonna say song. Hey, I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm not gonna just pander off my song. It is tied six six. It is a yep. movie. That's I knew I would. That's the one with Margot Robbie. Last but not least, it's gonna be an interesting one. Whoever can say the correct answer first, I will give the win to. Okay. If you say it wrong, you're instantly the loser. Okay. Loretta. Movie. Movie. Um, well, Joe answered first with movie. It is incorrect. It's actually a song. <laughs> so that means Mike is the default winner, even though he Let's got... Go. Ah! That was Let's a fun go. one. That was a good, yep. that was a good game this week. That was good. Because you Thanks. went with like all like shit that I never like really heard of before. So I had to oh, think, I had like, to dig deep into his stuff. You're, you're going to be like, all right, guys, getting jiggy with it. Oh, uh, I don't know. It sounds like a sick movie, bro. <laughs> um, Wild Wild West. Yeah, Arthur. That would have been both. Both. Right. I used that example with Zoe. Right. She's like, it's both, you idiot. Like, oh, sorry. That was, it was just an example. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of Will Smith, this week's menu, starting it off the soup of the week, greatest of all time Will Smith movie. Just a quick background as to why we're talking about Will Smith and why we're talking about two Will Smith's topics this week. Because he's a stud. Stud. He's in the uh, tabloids, <laughs> potentially <laughs> having cheated on Jada Pinkett Smith. But, Can't cheat uh, in an open relationship, and I stand by that. I I don't even know. I, one, I don't care if he did cheat or not. Two, I, I don't know whether the reports on the fact that they have an open relationship is true or not. I, I don't feel like you can believe anything in the tabloids. So. I feel like that's been end. a thing for a long time, though. I feel like like decades, like a decade ago, they were like, yeah, like as long as he loves me and he comes home, he's all set. That's never going to go well. I, I read a thing that when, when she was having that conversation that that quote was taken out of context originally. Um, that could people, be very true. And people have run with it since then. But yeah. um, even still, I'm the type of person who just says, who cares? But we'll take advantage of the fact that people are talking about him so that we can, uh, you know, the algorithms will help find this episode. Uh, greatest of all time, Will Smith movie is a topic that we did almost a year ago. Uh, different audience. A great topic. Different audience then. Uh, different structure to our show where we kind of had more of a debate format. I argued at that time for uh, I Am Legend. Leahy, you did Pursuit of Happiness. And uh, Joe, you had Men in Black. All three of those movies made a appearance on the poll. Woohoo! So starting from the bottom up, fifth place was The Pursuit of Happiness. Hold on, hold on. Can we just do all the movies from yeah, the bottom up? Let's do them all. Yeah. Let's do them all. He's got so many good movies. So, Aladdin. Good addition by Leahy. Thank uh, you. Didn't even think of that movie. Wild Wild West. That movie sucks. Don't know why Joe's dad put it on the pole. He told me tonight <laughs> when we went out to dinner that he did it. Just to, he's, I just wanted to like ruffle some feathers on my dad. Like That was the worst Will Smith movie uh, maybe so ever. adorable. Uh, I, Robot. Seven Pounds. Fantastic movie. Yeah, both good movies. Hitch, The Pursuit of Happiness, Independence Day. Last time we did the topic, the winner was I Am Legend. That's number three here today. Number two, as of this moment, Men in Black. And number one, Bad Boys. Bad Boys? I, I think the fans did it right. Yeah, the more that I think about this and kind of if you're t- trying to go for like mass appeal and uh, got ass appeal. Yeah. I, I mean, oh. Bad, Bad Boys is probably just the better, like more captivating overall movie. It strikes a wider audience than I Am Legend or even Men in Black does because there are some people that just don't like the, the fantastical sci-fi elements of Men in Black. Not that, that those people are not the three of us, but there are people like that that exist in the world and terrible so people bad bad boys being a little bit more down to earth being a, a funny romp of a movie uh it just seems like the perfect choice fun fact 
if uh, no new movies come out the rest of this year, Bad Boys will be the record holder for 2020's highest grossing box office. That would be a big asterisk next to it. Still a record. Record's a record. A shout out Uh, to the fans for the most votes we've had. And mind you, all of our polls typically do pretty well. And we always appreciate the fans voting. Um, A simple click gets great content for us. But this one had a lot of votes. Also had a lot of additions, which we, we do appreciate. You know, you don't love that. Don't have to just vote for something that we throw up there. You know, I frequently see in the comments, you know, why didn't this make it on the poll? Well, you know, put it on the poll yourself. Yeah. Do it. Like one of the best things I love, and this happened last week with Mike being the fan that he is, and then two weeks, three weeks ago with Brandon, is a fan putting in something that I totally missed or that Mike totally missed. And then that vote winning is the best. Yeah. So we love it. So bring it on. Please do. Do you guys have a, I think we talked about this last time, but uh, do you have a favorite type of Will Smith movie? Uh, I'm an emotional guy. I'm all about the emotional movies. Hence why Pursuit of Happiness is my number one. You do Hitch, Hitch some love too. I love Hitch. It's funny. Yeah. I I like Hitch too. Um, I like his sci-fi kind of Independence Day, I Am Legend, Men in Black, those kind of movies. And I think that those sci-fi movies kind of play into his bad boy role. Bad Boys is just doesn't have aliens. Yeah. You, he so has a just, gun. He's wearing a white beater. You like, like what what I would call the uber Will Smith role. It's just Will Smith being Will Smith. Uh, but he likes the emotional. I like the ones that are a bit more kind of different, maybe even... You could say darker, Seven Pounds, I Am Legend. In both of those movies, he played characters that are not even remotely close to what you would consider like his normal charismatic self. So it's kind of cool to see him like take on a different role. Whereas you could say the character he plays in Men in Black is very similar to the character that he plays in Wild Wild West. It's very similar to the character he plays in Bad Boys. Just in different eras and with a different theme and setting. They're all very yeah. It, it really shows his uh, true skill as an actor that he can have so many different uh, personalities, personas while he acts. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh, quick question for you guys. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what is the, your least favorite Will Smith movie that you've ever watched? Wild Wild West. It's a good one. I would. I wouldn't actually even say that because I loved Wild Wild West when I was a kid. The, the Burger King. Um, the Burger King toys. Yeah, just growing up since then, I mean, uh, I've realized that it was not a very good, very well-made movie. I, I honestly, hold on, I'm going to have to just do a quick I'm looking it up real quick. I'm doing All it right, do you want mine? Right, so I'm going to go, let me, yeah. so ladies first, and then let me do the, I'll do the bottom five. Uh, mine is Shark Tale, that movie sucked. Okay. Oh yeah, that's pretty bad. And the animation is atrocious, in my opinion. Uh, I'm getting hit. Suicide Squad's pretty bad. Um, All right, so Spies in Disguise. Never even heard of it. Oh, that actually looks Never really good. It. It, that's Winter's, the, just came out. Winter's Tale. Never heard of it. Never heard um, of it. Mike hyped this movie up to no end. Gemini Man, number 30 on Ranker right now. Yeah, it's tough with the newer movies. They don't usually score very well. Yeah, it only has 23 and 8 right now. What about Bright on Netflix? He was in Anchorman 2. Never seen it. Yeah, he's hilarious in Anchorman 2. Yeah, he is. Very Bad Boys for Life, Aladdin, Where the Days Take You, After Earth, Six Degrees of Separation, Bright Collateral Damage, Concussion. Concussion was interesting. It just kind of gave me a headache, though. That wasn't even supposed to be funny. Like, it's just like it, the, the perception of being the guy in the CTE. Like, you view the world from a person who has a CTE is pretty nuts. I passed out in the movie theaters that movie. Oh, my life. Yep. So, least favorite movie? I don't know. Wild Wild West Shark is actually Tale. like in the middle. Oh, um, Shark Tale is one point better than Wild Wild West on Ranker. Yeah, I'm going to side with Leahy on the Shark Tale thing. I'd, I'd rather Come watch on. Wild Wild West. Let's go. Let's go. All right. 
Okay. Um, any fun Thank facts about the, the movies, Leahy? So I, I, I broke it down. I got three fun facts for this one and three fun facts for the songs later. Alright. Alright, first fun fact. Pretty simple. Will Smith was a millionaire by the age of 20. Alright. Yeah. Nice sense. Cash money. Uh, his first job was installing refrigerators with his father. Yeah. Why don't last, you want me, man? Last but not least, uh, he turned down the Matrix yep. to be in Wild Wild West. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, knew I that don't necessarily one. blame him because was he going to be Keanu Reeves? Yep. He was going to be Neo. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it would have done as good. Uh, I don't think so either. The other role, the other role that I heard that he turned down or was in contention for was the role of Django. In Django Unchained. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. I don't know that that movie would have turned out the same if it's not for Jamie Foxx. So I'm, I'm kind of happy he didn't get that role. Um, all right. Crazy. Well, that's Will Smith movies. Uh, we will be right back after a quick break for a word from our sponsor and we are back this week's appetizer it's our sports topic comeback player uh that was a fun suggestion from mr andrew Leahy. thank you uh i it was a runaway unfortunately though so from the bottom up here are the options that got votes. Uh, actually, I'm going to say them all because there's not a ton. So, Andre Agassi. Agassi. Uh, Agassi, Agassi, sorry. Uh, Michael Jordan. Lance Armstrong. Really was surprised that Lance Armstrong didn't get a single vote. I realize you don't like him, but he was number one on a ranking that I saw in Bleacher Report. Right. Take away the steroids and we'll see dude what happens, came, but the amount of steroids that he did, it just it discredits the bench. Dude came he, back from cancer. Yeah, he also had all of his Tour de France stripped of his, like, name, and that's yeah. literally the one of... It's like getting your Olympic medals taken away from you. Yeah. Uh, then we had Dominique Wilkins, Mario Lemieux. Yeah. Uh, Thornton Mellon. Tommy John. Yeah, that one should have won. Fucking Cy yep. Young. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Alex Zanardi and Tiger Woods. Uh, Alex Zanardi, that was recommended by your dad, Joe. Yep. Auto racing champion lost both his legs in an accident, only to return and win four races in an adaptive car. He also won silver and gold medals in the Paralympics hand cycle competition. Pretty so dope. he was a... He was a two-sport athlete. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, he came back after six weeks of being out of racing and came back and won the race. That's insane. Just like the heart of a champion. This guy's an animal. Yeah, 100%. I mean, John should have won, for sure. No. Just like, and mind you, like, I actually don't, like, I still voted for Tiger. Comeback story, this is a good topic. I think it was a good topic more because, like, we had to kind of think, like, who was at the top? Like, when I think comeback, you need to be at the top of your career or close to fall down to your ass on the bottom and then come all the way back, okay? Daniel Bard never did that, by the way. It just happened to be he had a horrific injury and he's back, and we're all there. I would take Daniel Bard right now. He'd be number four in our fucking rotation. Just saying. Tiger... Banged a bunch of women. He has injuries that golfers get. Like, it's not like he got into, like, bad trouble. The trouble he got into was he couldn't keep his uh, man parts in his pants. And he lost half his money to his smoking hot wife, who was hotter than every girl he had sex with. Mind you, he came back at the age that he was and still won the Masters, which Andrew and I's only fight in our entire life happened that day, which we don't, we're not going <laughs> to get into that, though. We're not getting into that. The, the Celtics we, did so we are, great that we year. We are long past even, that. 
we're past that. The Celtics are past that. We're past that. Um, I think it's pretty funny that we put Tiger in this. Even it, it, it's certainly a comeback from an emotional state because emotional state and mental state is something in sports that you need. And he was able to overcome banging a mazillion women to come and win a green jacket, which is pretty cool. We literally put him over a dude with no legs. <laughs> Who came back dude. six weeks. And a, and a dude with a, uh, a cybernetic arm. Yeah, so does, I don't know if Mike had anything to say or if Leahy wants to tell me more about Tommy John. I don't know if the fun facts have Tommy John in there. Oh, I had more to say. Oh, thanks. I voted for Tommy John just because of the whole, you know, the thought process behind Tiger Woods. But I recognized that when I was putting the options on the poll that he was probably going to be the odds-on favorite. I mean, I don't agree. We were talking beforehand. I don't necessarily agree with what Leahy was thinking. I'll let him get into that a bit more before I kind of dive into that i don't think it really matters what it was that caused you to fall down and and go to the lowest point i mean he went from being the absolute top the master of the sport that he was in to multiple years of complete suckage uh riddled with injuries and having all kinds of issues to the point where people thought he was going to be completely retired and never come back to then the comeback trail and then winning the masters I cried. So, I think that that's more than deserving of this vote. Right before Andrew talked, I want to say that Michael Jordan was on this list, which is I don't agree with. Yeah, he was cut from his high school basketball team. That's the only stumble Michael Jordan ever had. Losing his dad, I get that. He was active in the NBA when that happened. He never missed a step. He didn't play better, and he certainly didn't play worse. I think he was on the list because of the time he took going away to play in baseball and then come back in basketball. So he was a professional athlete and then he went and he was a professional athlete and then he came back and he was a professional athlete. I mean, it's still pretty impressive to be able to go leave and play a different sport for a period of time and then come back and play. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. I just don't. I always, when I see him, I just think of the story that he was cut from his high school basketball team. He wasn't supposed to go to North Carolina. It ended up happening anyways. And then he became the greatest basketball player to ever live. A uh, topic that Goat Radio will never discuss because the answer is obvious. Andrew. Um, hi. My name's Andrew. Uh, I do not have problems with alcohol. I am currently drinking water. Uh, I disagree with everything about this topic. Um... I am a huge anti-Tiger person, uh, which is why Joe and I have had issues in the past one time. Uh, I I'm cried quickly. I'm going to quickly state um, who I voted for uh, and give you the reasons why I voted for this person. Uh, so I voted for Mario Lemieux. Uh, he got yeah. no votes other than my own, which is fine. I just fine. voted for him. No, uh, he has two votes now. Uh, Second place. So first off, he's a phenomenal... He was a phenomenal hockey player. He won a couple of Stanley Cup trophies. He is seventh on a career points list. So like he's, it's not like he's a slouch. He's definitely a Hall of Famer at all times. Uh, he was just a super good player. He led the league in scoring multiple times. Uh, he ended up leaving for a while because he had a Hodgkin's, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, not his choice. That was a, a choice of... Uh, Science, I guess. Uh, he was not playing for two months. Uh, came back the next year and then won the scoring title, which is pretty damn impressive. Uh, missing time for cancer for just two months and then coming back and being the leading scorer in the league. Uh, when I think about comeback players, I think about things that people had to overcome in their lives that were not necessarily their fault. Uh, due to like injuries or illnesses or death or anything like that. Uh, a couple honorable mentions that I added on my list that I did not bring up. Uh, Saku Koivu also had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, I didn't bring him up one because he's a Canadian and Canadians are scumbags. Montreal yep. Canadians, I guess. Not even uh, like real people. 
Uh, and they uh, that was the year they beat the Bruins in a cover behind series, and uh, that's the end I'm talking about that. Uh, also, another great one that we didn't bring up was, uh, it's it's a super iconic moment in uh, Major League Baseball, the Kirk Gibson home run when he's got, like, literally no legs. He's yeah. got, like, a torn-up knee on one side and a swollen leg on the other side. He just jacks a dinger for the win in Game mm. 1 of the World Series. Mm. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, how much, I how think, much time did Mario Lemieux miss? Uh, he missed. So he missed just two months. Yeah, that's the part of the thing that I, that makes me feel like it's not really a comeback story. It's more like a, I, I guess, a story of perseverance and like over overcoming an obstacle as opposed to like a, a comeback. I, I don't know that there's a time frame that you need to put on it, but I don't feel like he was away from the sport for a long enough period of time and really reached, you know, physically. From a health standpoint, yeah, he reached a pretty low low, but uh, I don't think that as far as from his success standpoint that he ever really stumbled to the point where he fell off completely low and then had to completely rebuild his way back. So but what you're saying is that you would also disagree with Arthur Roy's statement of the uh, the guy who lost his legs because he came back for racing too quickly? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, essentially exactly. the same thing. Exactly. Shit. If you're gonna stand on the hill, you gotta stand all the way. I'm, on top I'm of the all hill. the way at the top of the hill. I agree with that. <laughs> I think Mike thinks that Michael Phelps was pretty inconvenienced when he was caught smoking pot on his front steps <laughs> and suspended from the uh, from, suspended from play, and then he came back and become the most decorated Olympian American sports. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he smoked pot one time in a state that's now marijuana legal, by the way. <laughs> Andy has big ears. Okay, uh, I help him swim. If we do greatest all of all time Olympian, it's not close, which we can add to the list if you really want to. Um, if you want me to gush about fucking Michael Phelps for ha- half an hour, I fucking will. Oh my we, God. Could, we could honestly do a mini episode where we just bang out a bunch of hot topics that we'll never discuss because the answer is so obvious. Oh like, my God, that's such a great quarterback, idea. Greatest of all time NBA player. NBA player is good. And maybe, we can get, maybe we'll get sponsored by Hot Topic. Greatest yeah, of all sure. time sports clothing company. It's obviously Nike, and it's not close. All right, NHL. Wait, player. wait. What about what about Under Armour? No, nope. I would disagree on uh, the NHL player. I am hardly. I'm on the exact opposite side of the fence. Yeah, because and this is a quick little tangent here because Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player of all time until proven otherwise. Hey. We'll have that argument for another day. I'm not going to burst your bubble now. I'll that's fine, but that's a great idea. We should do that sometime soon. All like topics that are just too good, like too good not to talk quarter. about. Exactly. So like, because we're never going to do quarterback because it's obvious. We're never going to do NBA player because it's obvious. So that's a great idea, Lee. Good job. Thank you. So fun okay. facts. Fun facts. Uh, fun facts is I have no fun facts for this topic. Okay. Your uh, other than Tommy John is a stud. Yeah, and like holy cow, learning about the Tommy John surgery, like I just I just knew what it was just for the fact that like it happens a lot. But actually like learning about what they do to fix that injury, that is yeah. disgusting and impressive. They move like one ligament. <laughs> like a moving of a tendon and stuff. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's gross. Yeah, it's weird. Alright, that's the appetizer. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with this week's main entree right after this. All right. We're going to talk about the greatest of all time Will Smith song. Uh, so that was this week's second Will Smith topic. The two time. This was the first poll that we put out this week. It was a little late, but we still got a lot of love on it. Um, Man, a lot of people hating on the fact that uh, the top, some of the top choices were songs that he did without DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, but here we go. Let's go with everything that was listed on the poll this week. Just the two of us. Men in Black. Parents Just Don't Understand. Wild Wild West. God damn it. Miami. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Summertime. And getting jiggy with it, number one na, 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 na. in a landslide. Na, 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 na. Eight to the IS if you need a lift. 
That's my favorite Will Smith song. Favorite, and I think it's the best. I think it's the one song that relies the least on uh, a gimmick. It relies the least on a movie of some sort. Miami? Wasn't Miami used for Bad Boys? I mean, I don't know about four Bad Boys. I'm sure it was in I'm not saying it was, yeah, I'm just not saying that it was specifically for that, but it is a good song. It's off that album, isn't it? Isn't it off Getting Jiggy With It? It's on the same album as Getting Jiggy yeah, With It. Yeah, so we're good. Like, it, like Getting Jiggy With Winning is totally fine because Miami's on the same album, so you're going to get both. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is such a solid song, but it's so tied into the to the show, I never really think of it as its own song. Um, Summertime, that's the second time that that song has made an appearance on one of our polls. And did pretty good on the poll as a dope ass song. Because that was, um, it did pretty good in Songs of Summer. Or like Summer Jams or whatever we did. Yep, Summer Jams. Yeah. I think um, LFO, um, Summer Girls ended up winning that one. But Summertime by Will Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff did uh, pretty darn good. Um, Do you guys have a favorite Will Smith album? I thought Willennium was really good, but I'm pretty sure Willennium is like one of like everyone hates that album. Oh, I love that album. Yeah, like, I had well, it. I owned it. It was great. Owned it. It's hard to pick. There's a grand total of four of them. Yeah. Uh, it's probably his first one. I don't know what it is called. What's your favorite Shaquille O'Neal album? <laughs> uh, all I, of them. I, I like that one song where he's talked about in Aaron, by Aaron Carter. Oh my god, you just took my fucking punchline. No way. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, I actually spin zone love, and that's how I beat Shaq. Boom. I put it in the hoop like slam. Oh, so good. So, I listened to that song probably three weeks ago. I was trying to explain to Kinsley who Aaron Carter was. Yeah. And she was listening to it like, man, this song sucks. Yeah. She's yeah. not wrong. <laughs> Aaron's party. Aaron's party. Yeah. Oh man, Will Smith, very much uh, ingrained in my brain from when I was a kid. Very much a kind of, I'll, I'll say corny. I guess that is not really not the best word to use, but you know, just a more kid friendly, more parent friendly. He wasn't the aggressive gangster type uh, type of rapper, but he is. He has not done much on the rap game in quite some time. You know, I think the last big hit that he had was Switch on the movie Hitch. Um, well, the cool thing is, is he doesn't need to. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just a megastar just from doing movies. You know? Yeah. He transitioned beautifully in from, from rapper to a full-time actor. Uh, do you guys think that he would have found success becoming an actor had he not had the music career to start him off? That's a good question. Been, I would say found otherwise. I would say he has enough perseverance to eventually make it, but I think it would have been a lot more challenging. I think it's good. Because I don't even I know that that first album, like you know, parents just don't understand and things like that. That was kind of what put him on the map, and then shortly after that, he got cast. Or not even cast, but they made a sitcom based around him for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It just took off from there. Movies and, and all kinds of other stuff. But Will Smith, icon of this generation, I can say that. Will Will there be Will Joe? Will our kids know who Will Smith is? I think so. You got to teach him. I, I think so. I guess like. It'll be like the Morgan Freeman of that generation. Yeah, I'm thinking, well, Morgan Freeman, good example. I don't know if Will Smith ends up doing like, like um, voiceovers and stuff like that towards the end of his career, like Morgan Freeman did. But I'm trying to think of like who he could be compared to. I don't know why John Wayne came up first or something like that because like when I used to walk into Corey's, my buddy Corey's house, his dad was always watching John Wayne movies, and he would always be like, "You guys will never know who John Wayne is." <laughs> Uh, nope, sure won't. Nope, sure don't. 
Um, all right. What kind of fun facts we have on the music front here, Lee? Here it goes. Uh, real quick, before we do the fun facts, uh, something I always think about when I think of Will Smith is the Family Guy bit of how like Will Smith always has the cleanest raps. And uh, he's like rapping about how he like makes sure that he wipes his shoes on the rug before he comes into someone's house. <laughs> just like, just perfect Will Smith. Uh, a couple of fun facts for you. Uh, he once dated Tyra Banks. Didn't know that. Nice. I learned something. Uh, uh, super random fact. He is very good and very fast at solving a Rubik's Cube. Wow. Yeah, didn't know that. And uh, last but not least, his fr- he is the first hip-hop star to be nominated for an Oscar. Oh, cool. Who, who has been since nominated for an Oscar? Eminem, for one, but Fair. anybody else? Uh, I honestly... I think that might be it. Yeah, I can't think of a lot. Oh, uh, maybe Kendrick Lamar for his work on the Black Panther soundtrack. Maybe. I'll take a look for you. Um, In the meantime, we do have an ad to get to, and then our final topic of the week. We are back from our ad... Final topic this week is a fun one. We love our fast food here. Uh, oh, hey, I'm actually seeing Juicy J one for best original song in Hustle and Flow. Don't I was that. about to say that. <laughs> uh, so there's been a bunch. It's usually like best original song or something like that. Yeah. Common. Yeah, Common, Ludacris. Ludacris had one for Crash, and he was in Crash. Did he? Fantastic movie. You know, a bunch of cool people. All right, cool. Um, all right, so this week we talked about greatest of all time fast food french fries. Uh, I got a bone to pick with this one. This might be my grudge for next week. Cause, I'm know, in. I'm all fans, in for this. Fans fucked this one up hard. I'm, I'm in. Suck. I'm in. Uh, Burger King was in last place. I think yeah. that's accurate for their current fries. I don't know what the, what the hell they did. They're not but great. Their fries were so much better like 12 they years ago. This up no, it so wasn't bad. even my. It wasn't even 12 years ago. It was like 20 years ago. They no, because yeah. they had good fries when I worked there in 2007. I think you just like fries. No, because it was still the same recipe from like from the all of the 2000s up until like 2010 when they changed it. Okay. I believe you, buddy. Uh, the next one, the one that should have won, Checkers. Hmm. If you haven't had Checkers French fries, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Checkers are just amazing. I'll I'll get off my soapbox for a second. I'll say finish the rest of the list. Chick Fil A. Uh, which are a fantastic waffle fry. Hmm. Everybody Arby's, loves the Arby's Kirby, uh, curly fries. Stud. Honestly, Absolutely. not a fan. No, of course you're not. You are uh, a crack addict. Five guys. I love their Cajun fries. Great, too great much. French fries. Five uh, like, guys fries I like are five super, super mediocre. They're uh, very greasy. They're very meaty, like mealy. Like they're good, but they're very heavy fries. They're not like I don't know. They're, they're good. It's, they're fine. They're I, I will never finish a thing of a small thing of Five Guys fries if I have a burger there. As long as I want my heart to stop. I don't have that problem. Um, we know. Number two, Wendy's and their new natural cut fries, which this is probably the most recent addition to the list. Trash. And number one, I don't understand this, but it is McDonald's. It almost quadrupled the second place vote. I mean, I get that it's iconic. It's like when you think of fast food French fries, you think of McDonald's, but that doesn't, co- you know, correlate with how good they are and how great they taste. I think the fans were blinded by the golden arches and dropped the ball on this one. 
I think McDonald's fries, like, I personally don't like them. Um, and I know I'll get some flack even in my own bedroom right now. But uh, they're just super mediocre. And I think the reason why they get so much love is they're so easy to just be like, I'm going to McDonald's. There's a thousand of them around. I might as well pick up some French fries. Oh, look, I'm eating the French fries. They taste good. They have great French fries. In this area, you can do that with literally every one of these except for Chuck. Absolutely. So, therefore, people are going to McDonald's, literally Dover, taking a left and taking a right. People are taking a right. And Wendy's fries are absolute trash. I don't mind. I actually don't mind Wendy's fries. So, not minding Wendy's fries is a lot different than McDonald's fries are just better. And then Burger King fries are trash now. They didn't used to be. Five Guys fries are really, really fucking good. But they're also like mealy and like uh, they're a lot. There is no Chick-fil-A around here, so I kind of get that. Mind you, I'm sure they're great. I have not had Checkers fries, but I've heard Checkers fries are fucking bomb.com. You have had Checkers fries, the frozen version. Yeah, it's not the same, though. Uh, It's not the same, but that's what we had. We had it a couple times on a podcast recording night. We bought a giant bag of frozen checkers. They were good, but it's not the same. Red Robin fries aren't even on here. Red Robin fries. I love Red Robin fries. I buy them so good. Is Red Robin a fast food restaurant? No. No, true. And then I worked at McDonald's for seven years of my life. Literally, there's, there's two things that McDonald's takes care of. It's not their employees. It's not their restaurant. It's the Coca-Cola machine and the French fries. Mm, that Coca-Cola machine is nice, though. When I worked at the South San- the South Sanford and the Wells McDonald's in uh, Southern Maine, we all the fries in Maine are produced by Andrew Scott up in the county, up in Maine. Literally, they're packaged and sent in Maine, sent directly to Southern Maine. You're eating Maine, like, cut french fries from mcdonald's and you just don't know it um if it's like if the oil's not gross and stuff like if like the people who are working at that mcdonald's actually care and the fries are fresh mcdonald's fries are fucking just they're crisp they're they're not a whole ton like it's not it's just good it's just good taste it's good flavor the salt they use is like the perfect amount of like salt pepper and like whatever the fuck else they put in there i don't know I, I've always been a McDonald's guy because they don't need to change their fries to be good. Like Burger King had to change their fries. Wendy said to change their fries. You don't have to change your fries if it's the best fry. Uh, I personally think that McDonald's fries are soggy. Well, they can be soggy, yeah. You're right. And I think that's where I have a problem with McDonald's fries because I prefer a, uh, a more of a crispy fry. They you should gotta be order crispy. Them fresh. Gotta order them fresh. Tell them no salt. If you tell them no salt, they'll make they'll throw this is a life hack for anyone listening. All right. Okay, let's listen up. I'm in. You go to the McDonald's drive through line, you order your basic whatever the hell number two, medium, coke, no ice. I always do no ice. Fun fact as well, double uh, double life hack here. It comes cold. You don't need ice. What? So we all know that. It it comes, it comes out. Cold? It comes out of the machine cold. No way. So if you put ice in your drink, all you're doing is watering it down. Shut up, Andrew. You're so fucking stupid. Well, you're also wow. keeping it cold longer. Right. I also drink my drink faster than most people should. And then if you tell them no salt on your fries, you don't even have to give them a reason. But can I get a fry, no salt? They'll throw down a fresh fry for you. You have to wait like two extra minutes or something like that. They'll pull you forward. But when you get them, they'll burn your fucking face off. And they're fucking crisp. And they're like perfect. Question. Can you then ask for salt packets on the side? Yes. 100%. 100%. Did it a million times. That's the play. That's the play. Play all day. Absolutely. It's the way to do it. Salt and pepper in the bag, please. It's like going to McDonald's and ordering a double cheeseburger on McDouble and add Big Mac sauce, add lettuce. You literally just got a Big Mac on a double cheeseburger yeah. for a buck Love forty. It. You know? Love it. There's, there's life hacks, man. There's life hacks. Joe's got all the McDonald's life hacks. I worked there for a long time, and I worked with the. I was the night crew, so like I was with my 
my homies that would just like they'd go out and they'd smoke a lot of weed and they'd make comedy and they'd be the best my best little workers ever and they'd always want to get it on time so they'd work very hard to get it on time they just got the munchies in the middle of their shift i love it keep it going checkers baby checkers um uh, i'm on the arby's train oh arby's yep or little controversy wait hold on hold I, on hold on you don't like soggy fries, but you like Arby's? They're always soggy, regardless of whether uh, they're fresh or first not. First off, first off, it's a totally different fry. That it's a totally different ball game when you have a curly fry. Gross. They're they're first off, they're larger and they're better. But continuing on what I was talking about before I was rudely interrupted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um KFC's new fries are legit amazing. If you've never had them, big fan of those. I like their potato wedges. I don't know why they had to change that. Their fr- their fries are better than potato their potato wedges. Really? Uh, I would I will vouch to that till the end of the year. What about the nacho fries wedges. from Taco Bell? Nacho fries from Taco Bell are fire, but they're seasonal, so it sucks. Yeah. That's all I got. Checkers, baby. Checkers. Do you have any fast food fun facts? Oh, yes, I do. French fries specific. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Uh, Americans, that's what we are. This is America. Eat about 16 pounds of potatoes a year. Yeah, that's a does. lot of pounds. 16 just what? 16 pounds of potatoes, but not just potatoes. French fries. 16 pounds per person? Per person in French fries a year. Every six months? No, every every 12 months a year. Oh. Uh, that doesn't seem up. like that much. But, that's a... In French fries? 16 pounds? That's a, that's a lot. I, I don't know who you are. Maybe I gotta maybe I gotta weigh out some French fries. That so doesn't what, seem like a lot hold on, hold on, in a whole what's year. A, what's a what's a uh, pound is what sixteen ounces? Yeah. Yeah. And then when normally when you get like a fry, it's what is it? Twelve ounces of fries, eight ounces of fries. I have no idea. We'll do this. You're the McDonald's week. guy. Yeah, it was a scoop. You get a scoop. It literally fills the scoop to the perfect amount, and you just crush the thing in like this and dump it in there, and it pours it in perfectly. Uh, they are approximately. Oh, they have it in grams. So I got to convert that. Six point two ounces. A large fry from McDonald's is six point two ounces. Okay, so that means it takes just under three large fries to equate to one pound which means you would have to eat at mcdonald's uh yep basically basically a large fry a week yeah yeah it's a lot that doesn't seem like that much i eat a lot of french fries i mean it all depends on the kind of person the 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 you're gonna have the people who eat a lot you're gonna have the people who don't eat any french fries because they don't they eat healthy so like it's a mixed bag of what you're getting some of us That's weigh true. the scale dramatically so in direction. Uh, like so that averages out to 2 million tons in total for the year for Americans in French fries. That's now, that number, now that number sounds sounds crazy. Much crazier than the 16 pounds per person. So I out of all the that. potatoes grown in the United States, McDonald's uses about 7% of them. Wow. I wonder how many crazy. of the eggs they use. I do not know. I do. A lot. So this is a French fry topic. Uh, did, so it's four. It's forty-two. It's forty-one point two. Let's round up just a bit more than we would. Forty-two large fries a year. A lot. It's a lot of I fries. Mean, I, I feel like I order fries twice a week. So maybe three sometimes. Megan made French fries tonight. Do you order large fries every time though? I'm probably like a solid medium, I guess. All right. Well, there, there you go. It's starting to get a little smaller now. All right. Uh, last but not least, uh, Mc, uh, McDonald's sells more than a third of the French fries sold in restaurants in the United States. Wow. Because it's so popular. 
That's insane. That is an insane fact. McDonald's fries, everybody. All right. Well, that was your fun facts. Those were your four topics. Hope everybody enjoyed. Great. Get, if you want to get in on that action, you got to make sure to check out the fan group, facebook.com slash group slash goat radio podcast. Shout out to Eric Bellinger for the outro. You can catch him on iTunes and Spotify along with Spools and Goat Radio. Please support us in the Age of Radio Syndicate by visiting ageofradio.org slash goat radio. Thank you for listening and long live the goat. Let's go.